Oh, hallelujah. Once again, I want to welcome you to another beautiful live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. If you're joining us this morning, I want to specially welcome you to this special live broadcast. Today, we are going to be continuing on the, the series we began, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, last week on fighting the good fight of faith or warring, amen, a good warfare. Of course, we know that we are in a day where there is a shift in the dynamics of human existence. More than ever before, we are uh, stepping into a time where uh, the impressions and the, and the spiritual activity that defines how humans live life have continually shifted to us, you know, the other side. But of course, we know that in the midst of the present darkness, the Spirit of the Lord is awakening a people. The Lord is rising upon us with his glory, <clears throat> with his light, with his beauty, and of course, with his majesty. And so we are excited to be in this period in time, in this season where the Lord is resourcing his church. The Lord is empowering us with wisdom, with knowledge, with understanding. And the Lord is quieting our hearts that in, in rest, God Amen. Has given us victory and he's given us the victory. And so I want us this morning as we once again just look into God's word and believe God to grant us understanding, guidance and leading into his heart, into his mind. Amen. To begin to move to us that position that is required of us in order to be able to effectively, amen, carry out the, the intentions of the father for our life. We know, amen, that we are all moving towards a place in God that will bring us to the position, amen, of the finalization of all things. Yes, the Bible says that we are coming into the full stature of Christ. We are coming into the fullness of all things. We are progressing. We are moving forward into, amen, the end of all things. Uh, uh, man and nature and creation as we know it, amen, is coming to an end. That doesn't mean that it is the end of the world. Amen. It means that how we know things and how we have lived life and interacted amen, with, with life is changing. And of course, we know that it's changing drastically. And therefore, we have to understand amen, how to not just navigate amen, this change, but also how to remain at the forefront amen, of what amen, uh, uh, is taking place. Of course, as spiritual people, we are supposed to be at the forefront. We are supposed to be the one, amen, defining, amen, the spiritual topography that is changing, you know, the landscape of the earth. It's it's our responsibility, is our is our position, is our, you know, our, our, our calling, amen, to be at the forefront. Jesus said, amen, that he left us in the earth as salt and light. And so I pray this morning that as we once again allow the Lord to grant us an opening into his heart, into his mind, and we seek further into, amen, his, his spiritual desire for this new day, that you and I will give ourselves, amen, to the demand and the requirement of the Spirit. Indeed, the Lord is doing a new thing, and it's springing forth. It's springing forth. It's led for us now to begin to believe the Lord, to grant us the sight to see the new things that the Lord, amen, is doing in our day. So join me this morning as we further look into 
into God's heart, into God's, into God's word, amen, as we believe God for a strong prophetic utterance uh, to bring forth and to birth the intentions of God. Yes. Father, we thank you once again. We glorify your name. We honor you for your heart. We thank you for giving us, yes, the desire of, yes, your, your, of, of your heart for the nations. We thank you for opening our minds, yes, oh God, to the things that your spirit is, yes, brewing in this season and time. Thank you, Lord, for the grace to understand and to even pick the signals of your spirit. Thank you, Father, that indeed, once again this morning, you will be exalted, you will be glorified, your will and counsel, Father, yes, will find free course into our lives, into our space. You will be exalted. I thank you once again that your word, your will, your heart, your mind, oh God, will break through into our various spaces, oh God. Yes, I know that uh, at times like this, particularly on Saturday morning like this, people have all kinds of things that they have prepared, you know, to do and to carry out. But Lord, we bring your word, we bring your heart, we bring your mind that within, yes, our activity that we will give our attention to, yes, the things that will allow us to be effective, yes, to be productive, to advance even in the things that you are desiring and you are demanding. We thank you, oh God, that we will not abdicate our position and responsibility, but Lord, we take our place this day and we declare the name of Jesus. May your kingdom once again come into every facet into every area of our life grant us oh god the seen eyes the heart of understanding help us father to once again come to the place where we are equipped and built up oh god so we are able to fulfill yes the ministry that you have committed into our hands uh, lord we take our place oh god like a nehemiah company oh god to rebuild yes the walls to rebuild the bond gates we take our place in the name of Jesus to, to, to rebuild the, the temple that has been destroyed. Yes, Father. And we take our place, oh God, that in the rebuilding of the temple, in the rebuilding of the world, in the rebuilding of the gates, we are able to rebuild our cities, oh God. We thank you. We praise your name for the intentions that, yes, you are revealing, for your heart that you are manifesting. All across the earth, oh Father, you are looking for a people, a priesthood, oh God, who will engage without fear, who will engage without doubt, will engage, oh God, without a reservation, without compromise. And so, Father, we proclaim that we present ourselves, oh God, as that company of men and women that you are looking for, that you are searching for. We present ourselves, Lord, to be built up. We present ourselves, Lord, to be equipped. We present ourselves, Lord, yes, to be refined. Thank you, Spirit of the Lord, that as you do all of this, you begin to pour yourself, oh God, into us. Yes, Lord, we are coming into the day of the ministry of life. We have left the order, we have left the position, oh God, of the, of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We have left, oh God, eating from, yes, a knowledge that has no ability to change, to bring truth, to bring transformation, to bring reformation, yes, to, to nation, to society. We are tired, oh God, of, 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 of proclaiming and declaring things that is not able to transform. And so Father, we come to the day of your light. We've come to the day of your life. We have come once again. We are returning back to the place of the delight. We are coming to, to, to the garden of Eden, the place of your delight. We want you, Lord, yes, to delight in us. And so Father, we discard this morning everything that is contrary to your ways, to your will. We put aside, we lay aside every superfluity 
humility, of nothingness. We embrace the sincere milk of your word that is able to build us and give us an inheritance among, the, the, among them that are sanctified. Thank you for the spirit of sanctification. Thank you for the spirit of truth. Thank you for the spirit of the washing, of the cleansing. Thank you, Lord. Indeed, our heart, our mind is being purified. Yes, Father, we are coming to the place of clearer and the better vision. You said the pure in heart will see God. As we see you, we know how to live life. We, uh, we know how to transact in the earth. We know how to advance your will and your counsel. We know how to push further your intentions, oh God. It is the revelation of yourself that grants us the knowledge and the wisdom to operate in the days of darkness. That as darkness continues to cover the earth, light, greater light, yes, is shining upon our space. We open up, oh God, the windows of our heart, the windows of our life, the doors of our life, and we ask you to come in oh God we ask you to come you say behold I, I stand and, and I knock at the door father we open up we ask you come in come dine with us sub with us and as you come take residence preside and reside over all that we are our minds our thoughts our intelligence desires aspirations whatever defines man we lay it on the altar and we come, we come to the place of connecting to the man that you have ordained, the man of the heaven, the one that comes from heaven. We want to enter the new day of, of Christ. We want to become indeed a true reflection of what you created in the beginning. A man patterned after the order of the heavenly life, not of the earth. You said that which is of the earth is earthy. Is earthy. But that which is from above is above all. So we honor you this morning, O God. Come, have your way, Holy Spirit. Take your place this morning. Touch my lips, touch my heart. Let the words that proceed out of me be words that you have ordained for a time like this. Let everything that I say be that which comes from the bowels of your heart, O God. May my mind, my thoughts this day once again be subject, yes, to the demand, to the frequency, to the proclamation, to the prophetic agenda of your spirit for this new day. Lord, I thank you that I will not speak that which man desire, but that which you have required. I thank you, God. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed, yes, from your heart, from your mouth. We live by the preceding word. We come in, O oh God, into the knowledge of the preceding life. We bless your holy name. Christ, you are life. And everything that you do is a reflection of life. And that's what we represent this morning. Grant us life, O oh God. That as we connect, O oh God, yes, we proclaim that we, can, we, we will become proof producers. We will become life givers, O oh God. You say, for by their fruit, we will know them. For, by, for their, by their fruit, you will know them. Thank you, Father, that the fruit, yes, of your life in us is manifesting that which indeed is bringing change, hope, transformation, deliverance, healing. Yes, Father, advancement of your intention in the earth. We thank you. We honor you this morning once again we move away from the fruit of death 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 walks we move away from the fruit oh god of death walks oh god we move away from the fruit of death walks oh god we've come to the place of the fruit of life we are life givers once again as we sit as we sit around the table of your word 
break the bread. Open our, our eyes to see. Open our ears to hear. Touch our hearts to comprehend that you may be glorified. And the fact that you have kept us alive in the day where men are dying like chickens, in the days where people are falling dead with all that is happening, the fact that you have kept us alive means that there is hope for us. And it means that we will not remain in the place of the hiding. We will, we will come out and continually, you say, for you shall yet prophesy again. Lord, that we will continue to prophesy and declare your heart, your mind, your desire, and your intention. That this life that you have given unto us, that we do not just see it, oh God, as an opportunity to do our own thing. You kept us alive for a reason. And we focus now, oh God, yes, on that reason. We want to know that reason. We want to understand in the midst where millions have died under two years. People have died. No one living on earth can say that they have not been touched by the impacts of the corona and all that is happening. No one, no one human being can say, well, I've been exempted. Everyone is touched in one way or the other. But you've kept us alive. We give you glory, Father. I give you glory. It's a sacred day. It's a day that requires an understanding and understanding why you've given us, yes, life in the midst of death. Why you've continued to break your life in us in the day where men are dying. Ah. In the day where people are collapsing because they've lost everything. Yet we are still breathing regardless of what has happened to us. What has transpired in our life. The fact that we are breathing is a sign of hope. <laughs> It's a sign of hope. And hope makes not a shame because your love is shed abroad in our heart. I thank you, Father, this morning, oh God, that this is not just another, another time to, 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 to release word. No, this is a time of engaging. This is a time of spiritual advancement. This is a time of spiritual development. This is a time. Yes, you said the, the foolish, the kind of mind cannot comprehend these things. The kind of mind just hear words. Just see a face. A face that is speaking. Um, they say he's, he's a babbler. He's just blabbling. No. When we understand and we walk in the dimension of the spirit, we know that words are conveyors of spiritual reality. <laughs> We know that words are conveyors of spiritual reality. Words carry life because words are the expressions of your breath. In the beginning, you breath. You use your mouth to breathe. You breath onto this thing that you formed and shaped. And in, through your breath, it became, yes, active. It became alive. He became, yes, animated. Thank you, Spirit of the Lord. That once again, you're breathing upon us. That this word that is proceeding, that is flowing out, are not mere words. They are words of hope. Words of faith. Friends, if you're watching me this morning, you're connected this morning, I want to align your heart in faith to the reality of this moment, to the demand of this hour I want you to know that this is not just 
mere words flowing out. This is life. Life, life flows. Life flows through the word of God. That's why whatever God wants to do, he requires a people. He requires a people that their life has been purified, that their life has been, yes, have been taken through that process of, of the cleansing of the washing. Yes. The dross has been separated from the silver so that, yes, the, the, the silversmith can shape, yes, that which, is, that which is God's intention out of this furnace of fire. Huh. Friends, I want you to understand this. God is building himself a people in the earth. God is building himself a church in the earth. God is building himself a company in the earth. A new face is upon the earth. A new face of the ecclesia is being, yes, birthed in this season and time. He said, behold, all things are becoming new. Can you see it? Can you perceive the newness of this glorious season? This third day church, this end time army of God, these kingdom warriors, these men who and women who are coming out of the ashes of yesterday with the brandishing of a new order of weapon called the word of God, the sword of the spirit. Can you see it? Can you feel it? You need to open your eyes to see the activity that is taking place. The things that God is doing. So I want, once again want to welcome you. If you're joining me this morning, welcome to the Potter's Gate. This is a platform where the heart of God, the mind of God is being pursued. We pursue the heart of God with everything that we have, that we are. We do not leave any aspect of our being for the flesh to govern, to rule over. We do not, yes, engage our day, our, our state, our position, our location, our constituents with our own mind. We have laid aside the minds of men. We are embracing the mind of Christ even as we connect with the world that God has called us into. And therefore we cannot but to be fruitful because we do not go in our own might. We do not go in our own power. We have not come in our own strength. Like David said, you may come to me with, with your spears and your arrows and your bows and your sighs. He said, but I come to you in the mighty name of the Lord God of Israel. That is a God among his people. Listen to this. Listen to what I'm about to say. There is a God among his people that the Philistine and their great warrior Goliath does not know about. And there is a God among his people that many within the land have rejected except for a few company whose hearts have been aligned, whose heart has been prepared to be his home. They are called the Davidic order. God said, I have found one whose heart is after me. This is what God is looking for. If we're ever going to engage and win the battles of our day, we have to have a heart that is pulsating towards God. We're talking about the dynamics of spiritual warfare. I want to start by telling you this morning that in the entire nation of Israel, 
there is no person in the land that God could inhabit to represent in warfare, to bring, hallelujah, Dagon and Goliath down until a shepherd boy was found in the backside of the wilderness. He was just a shepherd boy. But his heart was a home for God. His heart was a home for God. Let me repeat it again. I said his heart was God's temple, was God's house. God wasn't just living in him. God was presiding over everything that David represents. And you will agree with me that we have said it several times that these are the days of what? Of the restoration of the temple, if you will. The temple is not just a place you go to. The temple is an indwelling life of a being. He said, don't you know that your body is the temple of God? I want you to begin to think of the, 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 the reality, the life, yes, the consequence of God dwelling in you, Alia, to the people around. Imagine you carrying God. We've preached all kinds of idealistic message that our life is the temple of God. We are the temple of God. But either to we have not been able to show, to manifest, to produce the proof of God in our life. How can you carry God and you're buffeted here and there? You cl we claim to carry God, but we have been slapped here and there. By every wind of challenge and, and issues, we, we, we live life as if we are godless. We are helpless. We are hopeless. We track in this morning the dynamics of warfare, particularly in the nature of the day we have been ushered into. I know you've got testimony as I have testimony. But friends, we have to live beyond just, you know, uh, once a while testimony. Our life must become testimony. Our life must become in the very expression of the reality of God in the earth. Because that is what, amen, God Christ intended. He says, I'm not leaving you as orphans. I'm not leaving you helpless and hopeless. He said, though I'm going, but I am sending one like me. I'm sending him to you. He's going to remind you of all, of all things. He's going to lead you into all truth. You talk about the, the weapons of our warfare. I want you to begin to see that the things that I'm saying, though we know them, but we are, I'm saying them from a new a new position of understanding so when we begin to engage amen and 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 interact hallelujah with this new day we have to have amen a new sense of spiritual perception a new sense of spiritual understanding it's still the same word that amen people have been reading for the past you know uh, 500 years a thousand years when we engage that same word, we see, we are able to pick earlier a fresh revelation that is able to build us and empower us, amen, and make us invincible in the day of the war. Friends, God is no respecter of man. But God honors those who honor him. I have come to conclude. I have come to this conclusion. That there is nobody. There is no minister on earth better than me. 
And I'm not being prideful. No, no. I want you to hear me. The reason why we are referencing, the reason why we are pursuing, the reason why many of us have made certain men of God, or you know, our our benchmark of truth and revelation. I mean, I sit down, I listen, I, I still listen to D.L. Moody, you know, uh, 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 Charles Finney, John G. Lake. I mean, I've got so many material about these people. And as I listen and, and, you know, and watch, you know, and, 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 and absorb what these people say. These are men that when we, we read their testimony, I mean, you, you get, you, 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 you could feel that truly people walk with God. But guess what? The reason why God was able to do what he did in their life was not because, you know, they, they love knowledge, they, they, they desire to know about God. No, no, no. Yes, they did all of that. But the reason is because, amen, they plunged their life. They surrendered all. They gave all. They laid down all. They were willing to go, amen, beyond their duty of call. If you will give God the journey, God will do beyond what he did in the life of all these great men and heroes. In fact, God will do beyond hallelujah, what he did in the life of Paul. In fact, Jesus said, greater works than this shall you do because I go to my father. So this is not just about the act and the works that we are able to carry out. It's about, amen, a willingness to give God our all. It's about, amen, the state and the condition of our life. It's about how much of your heart you have given to God. We're dealing with issues of warfare because, listen, friends, the nature of the days and the war we are entering will require beyond just having a knowledge of the word. Will require beyond just having the experience of the word of yesterday that God spoke earlier. Will require that you daily, you daily ascend, hallelujah, in the experience, amen, of the voice of God for this season, for this now moment. Man shall not live by bread alone. It will require that you have a daily appetite to eat from that which is proceeding from the, from the very heart of God, from the very mouth of God. Can you have such a large appetite that daily, no matter how fed you were yesterday, no matter how you engaged, how God came down, no matter the fire you saw yesterday, no matter the storm, no matter how you parted the sea yesterday, no matter how you were able to move the mountain of yesterday, no matter how you were able to fight and kill a bear yesterday, can you go, hallelujah, and engage God for today to receive a fresh understanding, a fresh reality, a fresh revelation, amen, to engage the lion that is coming today? The secret is in our walk with God. Some of us walk two days, two weeks, two months, maybe two years. And then we get distracted. We get distracted not just by the enemy. We get distracted by our own success. We get distracted by our own achievement. You see, that is a narrative we have to shift away from. When you're serving God, when your, your agenda amen, of pursuing and seeking God is basically just for an achievement, you have bit the bait, you have been deceived. It's only a matter of time before the manifestation of the deception becomes bare and becomes glaring. You see, 
one whose heart is searching for God is not, male, is not basically bothered about the hand of God. Because listen, what defines the movement of the, of the hand and every other part of the body, amen, is based on how your heart beats towards the intentions of God. If your heart is not beating towards the intentions of God, you see, there are a lot, there are a lot of you know, uh, 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 messages. There are all kinds of things that we are, we are projecting and we are promoting, you know, particularly when we say the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God is a, is a, is a, is a, is a wide <laughs> amen, subject. The kingdom of God is, is, is beyond any human comprehension. Let all the men of God in this world write hundred books, each of them hundred books about the kingdom of God. We will still not be able to fully comprehend. In fact, if, we, if we're able to touch just half of what the kingdom means, then, then we have tried. All the men of God. Each of them write volumes on the kingdom of God. We will still not be able to comprehend. But if we will begin to amen, engage our heart. And plunge our heart to what has been written in terms of spiritual standard. And yield ourselves and surrender ourselves. Like, like Paul said, I, I die daily. Can you imagine? We've been tracking that, that principle, amen, of, 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 you know, of Brother Saul. His conversion, hallelujah, and his mentorship. His conversion and his mentorship, his development, hallelujah, towards that point that God was able to use him. 14 years, we know that, amen, he never said nothing. He said he was in the, he was in the desert of Arabia. What was he doing? He was learning how to uh, unclothe himself <laughs> from all the dimensions earlier that he had clothed, that he had received, from all the identity, all the persona and the personality, everything that a man we know that they knew about this, this, this great man, this powerful man, this influential man, this, 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 you know, uh, 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 teachers of teachers, this Pharisee of the Pharisee, everything. That he had acquired, even from the Roman, uh, 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 from his Roman citizenship, you know, position and authority. All of those things came to the point of death. 14 years. Friends, I know, he said, but are you not supposed to be talking about warfare? Of course I'm talking about warfare. What else do you think I'm talking about? Warfare is not by might, it's not by power. Spiritual warfare is first a state of heart. It's a state of heart, it's a state of your mind, it's a state of your faculty, it's a state of your soul, it's a position of your submission to the heavenly order. You see, many of us are quick to want to go. We want a quick to want to go represent why we have not caught, we have not learned, we have not fully embraced. Why do you think it took Jesus three and a half years? I've shared that several times with us. It took him three and a half years. He finished the job. The father was satisfied. Why? Because he knew what the father wants. And he, he, he yielded himself, he gave himself earlier to the divine process and order. So that when he got to the day of manifestation, 
Have you seen a, a point, a place where Jesus was trying to address an issue and the thing refuses? <laughs> when he needed to walk on water, he did. When he needed to feed the people, he fed them. Hallelujah. When he needed to raise the dead, he raised the dead. Hallelujah. Every miracle, every signs and one that our Lord and Master performed was directly connected to what he heard his father say. According to the scripture. It says, I do not do anything by my own will. He had his own will. If he, doesn't, if he didn't have his will, he won't be praying hallelujah and get some money. Father, if can we look for another method? If it be thy will, let this cup pass. That was his own person, his will talking. Is it? The issue, the nature of advanced spiritual warfare is that you understand your will. But yet, amen, you've brought that will to the point and place where it's, 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 it's forever submitting, amen, to the higher rule, to the higher government of God. Spiritual warfare begins, hallelujah, when we surrender and submit, amen, to the authorities of God. It's not just about fighting devil. That's why I call it dynamics of spiritual warfare. There are people, amen, in the past. They say, let us pray, you know. <laughs> let, let, what, warfare, warfare, warfare. Then we go and engage the devil. While you finish engaging the devil, you finish your prayer. He's waiting for you outside. You say, come and meet me outside. And he floors you. Because he knows, amen, that your will is not complete. He knows, hallelujah, that your obedience, hallelujah, is not complete. He knows, hallelujah, that there are areas in your life that they can still poke, they can still touch. He knows that there are things within your circumference, amen. He knows that there are things that can push to you that you cannot resist. You see, the nature of the warfare that we must enter in this new day is not more about, amen, fighting darkness. It's not more about looking for the devil. It's No, no, no. It's about yielding and submitting, amen, to the higher laws of God. It's about moving away, amen, from that order of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hallelujah. And finding our way in, into, amen, uh, uh, the position of the tree of life where we become the delight of the Father. When we become, amen, the desire of the Father. Listen, when you become the desire of the Father, you become the desires of the nations. <laughs> you become the desire of the nation. You become an answer. There's a word we've been tracking, amen, for a few days right now. That in God, in God, there are intelligence. One of the, listen to this, hear this. Another word for the prophetic, amen, is a spirit of intelligence. Is the spirit of intelligence. Because when you understand, amen, that the spirit that you carry is an intelligent spirit, won't you depend on that, amen? The people of the world, when there is problem, when there is issues, what, who do they look for? They look for, amen, the intelligent, they look for people who are skilled in that field, isn't it? When, they, when they're looking for analysts to, you know, to, to give you know, a, 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 you know, input regarding the state of the nation, regarding or what is going on, they look for some professor in university. They look for somebody who, you know, who, who has a master, who, who has a degree in that field, isn't it? They don't just go bring any kind of a person. Why? Because they want you, amen, they want their listener, they want their audience, amen, to, to depend on what that person says. 
This person has a master. This person, amen, has a master in this field. So, you need to listen. Now, as spiritual people, hallelujah, you've got to also understand, amen, that we have people who have masters in the things of the spirit. As we have students, amen, we have teachers, amen, and then we have professors in the issues of the kingdom of God. And it all depends on our concept of work with God. It all depends, hallelujah, on our concept of growing and advancing, amen, and maturing. It, I mean, we have seen the scripture. We know we've been talking about, amen, the, the, the hill of God. We've been talking about the mountains of God. I was looking at the scripture this morning, you know, in Matthew chapter 5, the Bible says, And Jesus climbed up to the mountain. And his disciples came to him. And the Lord began to speak to me. And the Spirit of the Lord said to me, The nature of the operations of the day that you are going to deal with in terms of possessing the mountains and the hills begins in your understanding, amen, of the proclamations and the declarations of Christ on, 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 you know, on, on the mountain. The message, the, what Jesus released, what Jesus taught his disciple, amen, on what we generally know as, you know, Simon on the Mount, amen, are the secret, are the kingdom keys, are the kingdom keys that must become, amen, what unlocks the reality, amen, of the, of the presence of God in your life in order for you to be able to represent if the things that Jesus said, amen, on, 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 you know, on someone on the mount, those things that Jesus said in, in Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, in chapter 8, he finished. In chapter 8, hallelujah, he, he came down again, began to deal with life, hallelujah. He began, now, the Lord said to me, this is how you climb the hill of the Lord. You, you take those things, Remember, if, if you followed uh, our teaching on the prophetic, the, our prophetic school, I used someone on the mount as some of the, you know, value standard that we need, amen, in understanding how the prophetic, the Lord brought back that, you know, uh, that, that, that understanding again to me, but this time from a different perspective. He said, if you want to possess mountains, you have to understand all those things that Jesus talked about, amen, in chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, amen, all represent a dimension of mountains, Father, you're holy. You're worthy, O oh God. The Bible says, he, and he climbed. I'm going to go to that scripture, but I, I, I hope you're following the point. Basically, this morning, I'm trying to build on, on you know, the first two sessions that we did. Alright? Remember, we did Two sessions. So I want you to understand, amen, some important principles here, amen, that will allow you to begin to shift or change your focus, amen, or your understanding. You see, because the 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 the, the, the narrative and the perspective, amen, we, we 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 engage in the things of the spirit, amen, defines our expectation. Defines our expectation. You have to begin to understand, amen, that the, the, the nature of, of, of warfare, amen, is, has changed, amen. Have you noticed that the world, amen, in the past, you know, uh, two years began to implement what they have, amen, been cooking up, amen, for the past, we don't know for how long, maybe for 20 years. But something happened, amen, two, three years ago that brought a shift, that brought, hallelujah, a total difference to the, you know, to the, to the topography, amen, of, 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 of the earth, hallelujah. The way, amen, economy, the way, you know, politics, 
The way earlier society, amen, today is being lived, amen, is, 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 is new. All right? Everything has changed. If you don't know, well, you're going to still know. <laughs> you understand? You know, somebody was telling me, uh, 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 was it last week? We went to the clinic, you know, with, with, with my son, and I met this friend, you know, that, that, that also live in the estate we live here, and we've not, you know, seen for a while, so we, we, we were just catching up, and he said to me, this guy is into business, I mean, he, he's into, you know, export and of, you know, of his artwork, so he said to me, he said, do you know that, you know, uh, um, you know the FMB branch here in Franjuk, they're closing up, I said, oh, why? Is it because, uh, you know, uh, the, the many of the jobs that, you know, people do there, you know, in the office can now be carried out through the app. You know, all those, you know, uh, your ledger, you know, a uh, uh, work, all those issues of administration, all that you can do on, on the app. <laughs> What's going so they don't need the people again. That saves them a lot. Are you getting something that I'm trying to say? So people are losing their job because an app, you can do amen, what, you know, uh, 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 what you will go to an office amen, you know, to be carried out by somebody. You can do it just by opening your app. And I said to the person, I said, you know, in fact, yes, because they, now they can, they can help you monitor how you spend your money, amen, what you should be spending your money for, what you should. I mean, all of those advice are all, are all packed in an application. People are losing their job because an application. We have not even entered a day where robots now begins to take over our jobs. Now it's just, I mean, just like I'm preaching on Facebook, um, excuse me, you know, on, 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 um, on YouTube now. I mean, it's not people behind these things, you know, watching what you, what, you, what you play or what you're not playing or what you're broadcasting. No, there are certain keywords, there are certain phrases, there are things, amen, that, you know, certain programs have been, have been, have been designed, amen, to pick all right the the, the, the title of, of what I'm proclaiming declaring right now all right that that application that algorithm amen will look for other people who are saying the same thing amen and by the time you play your, your video on YouTube you see other similar you know videos along that same line of thought it's not somebody sitting doing that all that all that has been programmed all of that has been programmed you understand? Competency, hallelujah, has to be upgraded. In fact, I've got a word that I, I, I put down. Let me see if I can quickly track this. The dynamics of spiritual warfare within the nature of the days of reset, amen, and realignment. Please don't mind. The sun is just rising, and so I'm basically, you know, facing the sun. So don't mind. All right? Then I went for that. I said, the nature of this season, we've been ushered in as saints, amen, to represent the prophetic intentions of the Father across the earth demands we wear a different type of understanding in brackets. Hallelujah. I mean, and that understanding, amen, if you will, is a what? A wineskin. The wineskin that we that we wear, amen, will define and determine how relevant, amen. That we will become within within the context of the season, and we know that in this day, hallelujah, darkness is increasing. The Bible says, "And gross darkness."
darkness the people. So in the day where darkness is increasing and gross darkness is defining amen, human lifestyle, what, are we, what kind of position, what kind of life, what kind of condition of life are we supposed to be living as believers? We're supposed to be increasing amen, in our prophetic amen, sight. We ought to be advancing amen, in what defines amen, our ability to see things. Not to see things, it's not just to, it's not just to look at things, it's not just to you know, uh, 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 behold things. To see things means that we have the understanding to examine and be able to come to accurate conclusion, amen, of what we have seen such that our our, 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 our actions or interaction or respond to what we have seen, amen, is done from a position that grants us advancement, that grants us advantage, that pushes us further. Hallelujah. That when you look at all that is happening right now, you are able to say to the Lord, is this a time for me to, amen, change my wineskin? Is this a time for me to present, amen, this kind of a face? I'm going to get to the position of face. Listen to this. The guardians, the guardians of heavenly potters have four faces that represent the various nature, that represent the, the various governmental response amen, of the activities of God within the spirit realm. The guardians, amen, the spirit realm are, are, are guarded amen, by certain entities called guardians. And remember yesterday I was talking about the various levels, amen, of, of heavens. Yes. The realm where, amen, you know, principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, amen, spiritual wickedness, amen, uh, uh, rules, amen, is a lower realm to the realm where, amen, a people are, are, are called cherubims, rule and reign. You never hear, hallelujah, that there is a battle between the cherubims, amen, and, and the principality. Yet the Bible says in the book of Daniel, amen, when Daniel prayed and God answered his prayer, the Bible says there was war in the heavens. You've got to understand, amen, that heaven where there is a war. There are layers of heavens, just like we have, amen, seven mountains, amen. We have seven dimensions of heaven. God, the Father lives, amen, in the, you remember Satan said, I will exalt myself. Where, how does he want to exalt himself? He wants to come to the point, to the position, to the place, amen, of the finalization of everything that is lofty. It's called the Father. The kingdom of God is coming from within, hallelujah, the throne of the Father. We have to understand this dynamic so that, amen, when we are praying, we are informed. There are activities, amen, in the heavens. And this activity, amen, are, are in different, you know, spheres and layers. And all of these, amen, are designed to determine the activities of the earth. You got to understand that certain powers, amen, they connect to, you know, you know, in fact, let me, let me rephrase it. Certain, you know, rulers and, you know, and governments in the earth, for them to be able to do what they are doing, they have connected, they have, they have come into agreement, they have come into collaboration, amen, with certain principality, with certain spiritual, amen, uh, forces who gives them power, who allow them to do what, amen, they need to do in the earth. That is the reason why, amen, you see that in certain places, this, 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 this king, this ruler, this political, you know, uh, 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 government, this political system have been there for donkeys of years. And it's like they're not going to move. 
and people have toy toy they've done all kinds of things they they've they've do but nothing this guy is still there this and, and many of them actually die in that position why because they have they have come into powerful agreement amen with the prince of the air that rules over their realm that's why the scripture says amen in the year king Uzziah die amen in the year king Uzziah die Isaiah the bible says Isaiah said I saw the heavens open. Why? Because when King Uzziah died, amen, the principality, hallelujah, that connects with Uzziah, that gives Uzziah power, amen, to be able to continue to do his evil in the earth, hallelujah, you know, has no more power. So what we need to understand in this season, because I, I, I don't want to go fully into this aspect. I really want us to understand, amen, the, 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 the primary and the you know, basic you know, foundational concept, amen, of, of the new you know, emphasis of spiritual warfare. And that is first, amen, that we submit to God. We understand his intention. We are totally yielded, amen, to the ways of God, to the desires of God. Our life, amen, is, 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 is aligned, amen, to, you know, to, to, to the beating of God. We are walking in divine compliance, hallelujah, to the standard of the spirit. So that when they speak to us and we respond, we see a shift. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's not how long you pray. Amen. That that really affects, amen, the, 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 the spiritual state that defines the physicality of a realm. No, 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 no. It's it's how 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 close in proximity you are, is how close, amen, your 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 ears to the mouth of God is how close your heart are to the heartbeat of the Father. It's important we establish that we establish that God said, I have found. So he's searching, he's still searching, friends. Can you find your heart aligned? The nature of the seasons we've been ushered into as saints in representing God's prophetic intention and interest across the earth demands that we wear a different type, amen, of understanding, a different types of, you know, uh, uh, faces, a different type of, you know, spiritual uh, 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 reality, so that when we, when, when we connect, we're able to hear what is going on, hallelujah, within the throne room. We're able to hear, we're able to, not just eavesdrop, we are invited, hallelujah, to sit and to know what is going on, hallelujah, within, hallelujah, the, the, the order that is called God's heaven, we're able to pick. We're able to. And, and they're able to deploy us. Do you know that when God wants to deploy a people. To shift and to change things in the earth. They are deployed from the throne room. So if you do not have a place. You do not have a sitting. The Bible says we are seated together. With Christ in heavenly places. <laughs> that is not just a scripture that you quote. You have to understand. You have to know that truly you are seated. Through the prophetic release of God's word that is reaching us today in the earth, we know that God is saying it's time to change your face. It's time to change, amen, 
your face. It's time to change the way you see things. It's time to change the way you, you hear things. It's time to change how you respond even to the things that you're seeing and to the things that you're hearing so that you're able earlier to walk in accordance to amen, the, 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 the spiritual response regarding earlier, the things that needs to be altered or changed or that needs to be you know, implemented in terms of renewal in the earth. <clears throat> Spiritual things, spiritual things, either good or bad, amen, impacts the earth. The earth is built, amen, by spirituality. The earth, hallelujah, is designed, amen, to be run, hallelujah, by spiritual, hallelujah, people. And the truth is, the earth is being run by spiritual people. Either, amen, they are, you know, godly people or they are people who have sold their soul, amen, to the paths of darkness. We need to understand that spiritual things are not just run by politicians. Spiritual, excuse me, the earth is not just run by politicians. The earth is not just governed, hallelujah, by, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 intellectuals and, you know, well-read, you know. No, no. Many of those intellectuals behind their intellectual ability, be, 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 behind their, you know, you know, scholastic ability, Hallelujah. They have yielded their in, in fact, if you get to certain realm, certain position of knowledge, of human intellectual knowledge, there is a there is a point that you must connect to, amen, that speaks into the powers of darkness. Go make your research. You will see that what I've said is the truth. Those who run earlier, you know, certain, you know. Uh, institutional uh, 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 position that defines policies, that defines how people amen, interact, how government, how economy, hallelujah, how you know uh, uh, nations amen, are plunged into warfare in terms of their own sense of intellectualism. Guess what? Many of these people have an agenda that is sourced amen, from the past of darkness. After all, amen, the idea of warfare either you know a, a territorial warfare you know uh, back in the in the days you, you talk about colonial a, a, a rule Col i mean col many people who 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 who, who were colonial uh, uh, masters amen uh, they, they were they, they were scared they were motivated by a spirit called greed <clears throat> they were motivated by a spirit of greed that you come to a, you know a place you find a people there and you 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 decide to trade with them. All right, you see that what they have, you need it. Rather than you, you know, continue in in the idea of trade. Now you decide because you've got more power or because you have an advantage, you decide to conquer them to rule over them. That's the idea of conquer and rule. So you can see that behind even what we define as you know uh, 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 the ability to advance and to and to uh, many of the so-called first world today, amen. Their hands are full of blood. Well, because what defines the foundation, amen, of their nation building, amen, was built around, amen, a, a perversion was built around corruption, was built around greed. Greed. And I'm just speaking on a general term, but that's the reality. <laughs> and it's still happening till today. 
So if we have to wake up and begin to understand, amen, what God is doing in our day, we have to sit down. <clears throat> Listen to this. We have to sit down as the church, as the body of Christ, amen, and begin to and begin to think outside how, amen, many people have been thinking outside many Outside, outside uh, how our elders and the, and the fathers in the past. How, I mean, we keep doing the same old thing over and over and over and over and over and over again, and we're expecting to get a different result. No, even how we build church. I said it yesterday, amen, that the concept of how we do church, how we build church, amen, you know, the format has to change if we're going to see God move because there are all kinds of formats in the word of God. And the former def defines, rather, the, the environment, the nature of the day that we live in, defines the format. I see, how they built church in the early century, of course, was built around the environment that shaped amen, the, the world. Today, there's a different world that we live in, amen, it's still the same world, but the dynamics of the world that we live in today, amen, has changed. So how we how we define church, amen, must be speaking to the dynamics, amen, of the nature of the day. I'm not talking about amen, uh, 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 compromising. No, no, no. I'm saying that we need to understand because the dynamics of the day, amen, of course, is also uh, 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 governed by amen, a higher power, a higher force. So if we don't understand that, wait a minute, things have changed. And how do we know that things have changed? When the technology, amen, that defines, amen, what is motivating the progression of society, amen, you know, is, is better and is, is more, you know, more, 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 more relevant, amen, to how we used to, you know, interact in terms of business and finance and in terms of even construction or other concept of, you know, institutions that defines our life. Uh, 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 you talk about your, 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 your health care. You talk about, you know, you know, a, a real estate. When, amen, the, the te technology that defines, amen, how people, where people, People are going, amen. Is 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 better than amen where we're coming from. We know that we have to do better in terms of advancing, amen, our own spiritual technology. Because if you if you're living, amen, in a time in a day that is not relevant to amen, what is going on around you? How do you reach them? Remember, Jesus says, Go into the world and make disciples of all nations. Each nation has its own dynamics of, of existence, of lifestyle, amen, of perception. We have to understand the concept of discipling nation, amen, is, is one that is built around, amen, spiritual warfare. Because there are certain places today we cannot go, amen, physically and preach. But yet we can still bring the word of God to them when we understand the nature, amen, of the technology that has been made available. I mean, many people today will be watching me from different parts of the world. A lot of people are going to be watching this, you know, this, this program from different parts of the world that I will, maybe I will never be able to visit physically but guess what there are places that people know me <laughs> you know they know the message they they interact with us on a day-to-day -day basis and maybe till I die, I may, I, will, I, I may never be able to, you know, visit those places. But they are not disenfranchised. And neither am I disenfranchised. Because the nature of the, of the season that we have been brought into has given us, amen, you know, a kind of, if you will, an equilibrium. Has given us, amen, a, a general global platform, amen, where if you have something that the world needs, if you have something that can change people in Brazil, that can change people in Australia, if you have something, I in your city called Lagos or somewhere here in Cape Town that can transform somebody's life or home in, 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 in Mongolia you have the access into that realm 
Think about that. Our template of prayer, our template of understanding and interacting amen, with spiritual things has to change so that when we look at things in the natural realm, amen, we know how to amen, interact. We know how to engage. We're no longer engaging. You see, all of these things that I'm talking about amen, are knocking off amen, our sense of religious idea, our dogma, our, you know, f- you know our pet doctrines, our, you know, belief system that has captured us and has locked us in into an age of the past has to be discarded, amen, as the Lord demands that we wear a new wine skin in order to be able to see the nature and the kind of mountain that we are called to possess in this new day. In the next few minutes, I'm going to round up. Then maybe I'll come again in the next two, two, three hours. Because I want to see how we can finish this, uh, 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 this teaching between today and tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow morning we'll, we'll be done. But I, I hope that you are getting some important point that we're making. You need to shift how you look at, how you evaluate even your own spiritual state, your own spiritual position. The things of God we've said, amen, are progressive. progressive. They, are, they, they advance, they move, amen, they grow. Where you are, amen, five years ago in terms of your spiritual life, amen, is totally different from where you are today. Is it that you've gone further, amen, or guess what? You've gone even more backwards, but you are not allowed to stay in the same position. No. Stagnation, hallelujah, is an enigma to the things of the, of the spirit. And we war between the context of our growth and development. Hallelujah. Listen to this. We war within the context of our growth. Every realm of your growth and development requires a new concept, amen, of warfare. Every stage of our growth, amen, requires that we understand how to engage in the warfare that will come to us in that realm. <clears throat> All right? So, as, as the Spirit of God continue to speak these things to us, <clears throat> continue to emphasize this dynamics to us, I want us to basically believe the Lord, <clears throat> excuse me, to grant us an inroad, an entrance, amen, into the current emphasis of the Spirit, vis-a-vis the, 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 the unique key of the kingdom that is being given, hallelujah, to us. So that we can use this key to access amen, the next treasure house. The next, amen, uh, if you will, world gear that is required of us to wear in order to effectively amen, face. Have you noticed that David amen, had a different face? He had a different attire. He had a different war skill and he had a different weapon amen, in fighting and winning amen, Goliath. All of the things that was presented to him as, as the required, you know, necessary uh, uh, war gear, alia, an apparel uh, for him to engage this beast, alia, was discarded, was rejected. He said, because they have not been proven, they have not been tried. You've been using this thing, amen, so, and you are not even able to stand out. You, you cannot even come out, amen, and, and, and face this giant, not to talk of fighting, amen. Now you want me to go in the same, alia, apparel. No. 
You may be the king. He said, but oh king, sorry, this thing I've not, I mean, the Bible says, when, when Saul finished dressing David, as he walked, he found that hey, this thing is become, has become a weight to me. <laughs> Come on, friends. <laughs> this, this, this apparel, this thing that you wear, you know, to go into your own war, to fight your own battle, <laughs> I cannot go with this. It's obsolete. Certain position, certain amen, con condition of prayer, certain position of relationship, certain amen, uh, understanding, even about the things of God, Alia, have become obsolete. It's time to be upgraded. It's time, Alia, to develop. It's time to see. Amen. Listen, there are, <laughs> my word, there are powerful principles locked within the word you've been reading for 20 years that you will not see until your heart changes. Your heart has to change for a new war gear, for a new mentality, hallelujah, to be given to you. The state, the state of your heart in humility defines, amen, the transformation of your mindset. The mindset of Christ, amen, is our position, amen, of spiritual warfare. But that mindset, amen, will not begin to go into action, will not be active until, amen, your heart is reconfigured in submission, in humility, amen, as one who has totally yielded, amen, to the ways of God. The quality of our focus in understanding and executing the intentions of the Father is highly critical as we advance the desires of God, hallelujah, into the nations in this season. As we hold on to what the Lord is proclaiming and demanding, amen, and allow him to fine-tune our prophetic arrowhead. We will begin, amen, to see new space. We will begin to see the new opportunities, the new openings of God, hallelujah, that he requires for us. And listen to this. What am I saying is warfare must be defined by objective. I'm going to round up with this. Warfare must be defined by objective. While I'm on this, I must quickly go to uh, uh, this scripture that is relevant to what I'm about to say. You'll find it in Luke 14, 28. Let me read the scripture in Luke 14, 28. It says, And whoever does not carry his cross to follow me. Now let's, let's do this. Just give me a few minutes quickly. Let's take it from verse uh, 25. Remember, I, I, was, I was about to ex express a thought here. The thought is, Warfare must be defined in the context of an objective. And the objective must not just be, all right, you know, uh, to stop the devil. All right? <laughs> to stop the devil. There's a devil after my house. There's a, de There's a reason why the devil is after you. What is the devil after in your life? <laughs> if that's the idea, you know, because, you know, in time past, our concept of warfare is, you know, there's a devil. There's, there's a, we know that there's a devil all across. That we know that Satan, we can see, we can see the activities of Satan all across. But you've got to also understand that the, the devil that is at work, amen, is very, very strategic. Is very, very, amen, precise, amen, and dynamic in his activity and of course amen in his in his in his attack 
If you, if you study, amen, you, you study how the enemy fights. If you study how the enemy fights, listen to this, you can easily defeat him. That one, one thing we know about the devil is he doesn't have new tricks. He does not have new tricks. But he knows how to refine his old tricks. And because, amen, when we are under pressure, we are under an attack, amen, we don't think, we don't, we don't engage, hallelujah, with intelligence. That is, what is, that is what is called objective thinking and subjective thinking. Both must work hand in hand in other earlier to have what you, what you will call a, a, you know, a, 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 a subjective experience. Subjective experience speaks to a, your cognition earlier, the, the, the awareness, the, the aliveness, if you will, a, of, your, your, of, your, of your cognition. That thing in you that makes you aware. You know, that's a realm we call discernment. You, you understand that realm, that position where you are, you know things, not because you you've touched this, not because you see, amen, an activity taking place, but you are you can experience, amen, something that is about to happen that does not happen, or you can project what is about to happen if two and two, amen, come together. You see, Christianity is 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 a strategic lifestyle. It, it's not this thing we've chipping it to. It's not this thing we have reduced it. Your, your subjective experience, it must be speaking to your, amen, your, your objective lifestyle. Your obje yes, you, before you go into something, you've got to be able to ask yourself questions, amen, beyond just the, you know, the elemental, the material world system. The scripture says, amen, the weapon of our warfare, amen, let me go to first, uh, uh, Second Corinthians chapter 10. The weapons, amen, we fight with, amen, are not weapons of the world. What do they mean by weapons of the world? We know that weapons of the world, amen, are fashioned by human idea, by human belief system, amen. Uh, in fact, the weapons of the world are fashioned, amen, by greed. They are fashioned by, you know, you know corruption. They are fashion amen to destroy amen each other human being amen there's a scripture that i'm gonna i'm gonna be sharing with you listen to this scripture in isaiah chapter 2 verse 4b it says in that day there's a day that is coming that those that god will be releasing I, I, amen to to go and and kingdomize the world to possess the nations for him to bring in the harvest of the lord listen to this the bible says in that day they will beat their sword <clears throat> when <laughs> when this order of kingdom mindset men begin to flock the earth and begin to influence the space of the earth in fact this is a scripture that i want to you know introduce to you know our concept of you know our prayer action in dealing with you know the continent of africa this is one of the word god gave to me the bible says amen in that day when people like us when the people of you know of of our community amen as the potter's gate begin to connect with other amen you know kingdom mind minded people and we begin to pray hallelujah over the nations over the realms amen of of, of africa and europe and asia amen and america and the pacific the bible says, in that day something will happen bible says they will beat their their sword their weapons of war they will beat it into plowshare and their spear into a pruning hook when i saw when i saw the scripture i almost jumped out of my skin it's like i've never read the scripture before 
a season, a day is coming where people will begin to turn the technology, amen, of creating warheads, of creating, amen, uh, 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 you know, uh, weapons, mass destructive weapon. They will begin to turn it into a layer, the concept, amen, of building economy, of building a layer. Because when the Bible talk about plowshare, we're talking about, amen, building economy. And listen to this, amen. The battle of the last day is the battle of economy. So when we talk about warfare, you've got to understand the nature, amen, of the warfare. I thought I was going to be able to deal with the different nature of warfare. Maybe I'll deal with that in my second uh, uh, broadcast. But this is very important. You've got to understand that, amen, in warfare there are objectives, amen. Those who fight proxy warfare, amen. You see them, they're not involved, but they're actually the one. And those who fight proxy warfare, of course, these are people that are very rich, that are very powerful. Amen. We know America fight proxy warfare. We know France. Amen. In fact, we know that most Europeans fight proxy warfare. And we see that today in Africa. Many of the battle that is going on, amen, in the continent of Africa are proxy warfare. <laughs> proxy warfare between America, amen, and Russia. Between Russia, hallelujah, between America and, uh, you know, uh, uh, and China is all proxy warfare. We've got to understand, amen, that even in the kingdom, hallelujah, we have to be well positioned. We need to know, amen, the kind of warm battle God is calling us into, amen. People who are elders in the spirit must know the kind of, amen, position God has, you know, called them and the kind of, you know, battles, amen, they must fight and how they must resource, amen, you know, young church, young ministries, amen. There are a lot of young people, young ministers out there suffering. They are not supposed to be suffering. If we, if we understand the importance of proxy warfare, in other words, you provide, you supply those young ministry, amen, in that local church, in that local community, so that they have, amen, what it takes to conquer the little enemy. There are certain battles that you know, were fought you know, 20, 50 years ago that you can't fight today. Those battles have become obsolete. <laughs> The internet, amen, has made certain you know, you know, a, a, a warfare amen, obsolete. And even, not just the battle, has made amen, their, their, their arrowhead, their weapon of war, amen, their warhead obsolete. Amen? Yes. One of the greatest battles that is being fought out there today, amen, is economic warfare. And economic warfare, amen, is connected to, amen, political, uh, uh, you know, agendas and all of that. Because people still want to rule the world. Uh, the same battles that people like David fought, amen, yes, in his day, amen, that empires, amen, fought, amen, in their day. That the, you know, the, the, the Roman Empire, the Grecian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, yes, the, the, the Persian Empire fought. That same warfare, the nature of that warfare is still the same what is different is the dynamics of the warfare is the is the is the battleground earlier is the platform and the warhead has changed but the objective of the warfare is still the same somebody still want to possess amen your land they still want to possess your soul they still want to possess amen how your child thinks they still want to possess amen how marriage amen is defined they still want to possess amen what you define earlier by wealth and riches the reason why Africa is where it is today is because Africa, amen, has not developed in terms of understanding the nature of the war she is fighting. You know, they're still locked in their old idea. They're still locked, you know, 
places like Nigeria are still locked, you know, in the idea of fighting, you know, a battle of where we have a large nation. We have a, we have a, we have a large number, but you have not making use of the number of the people, amen, through the technology that ought to be available to enhance them, to make them a force. Listen to this. There is no reason why a place that's Nigeria, amen, Ghana, in fact, West Africa should not be a first world country. Listen to this. Because everything that it requires to be in the, in the, in the term of the word first world that Africa, particularly West Africa and even Southern Africa do not have. We have the technology. We have the manpower. Some of the best brainies amen, in, the, in Europe and in America are from Africa. So why can't they earlier, you know, you know, use you know, their skill, their capacity? Why? Because the, the, those in leadership amen, have, not create, amen, have not created the right environment. Amen. Listen to this. There are certain positions that you cannot grow beyond if you do not get you know, assistant help amen, from those in power. It's not like you, you don't know what to do. It's not that you don't have the capacity, but they have put certain red tapes they have built all kinds of you know a, a, a blockage to stop and to hinder you and that's why most of those people they're out of the country i was listening to an interview not too long ago about you know the recent issues that happened in south africa and listen to this black south africans i'm talking about black amen skillful professional south africa are beginning to ask the question how do we get out of South Africa? The government may be lying to themselves, may be telling themselves kinds of things. Because the, the, the economy, and listen, the economy is not about, you know, money. It's not just about, you know, the economy is about, you know, creating available, you know, a, a, a system that, that allows infrastructure to work for, you know, your, 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 your Jim Jones Whoever is out there, amen, you should be able to walk into a place, amen, and you're able to translate your idea. You're able to translate, amen, your, 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 your gift, amen, into something that benefits, you know, your immediate com community. Via doing that, earlier, you're able to put money in your own pocket. You're able to resource, you're able to encourage, you're able to, you know, assist your immediate, you know, you know, a, a family. By so doing, guess what? You do not become, hallelujah, a weapon of war against another op opponent of a political party. Are you getting this? No, no, no. The government, if, you, if you're not thinking, if they're not thinking, hallelujah, that how you build a state, how you build the people, amen, itself, amen, is what defines the foundation of the future and would define the kind of warfare the people, listen to this, all those people who went to burn down, who went to loot, amen, uh, you know, malls and all of that, guess what? Many of them, we can argue, amen, is because, amen, they, they, they are unemployed. It's because they are unemployed. Because like somebody said, if they are, in fact, not just somebody said, I remember also saying it. If people are at their workplace, if people are busy doing something, will somebody be able to tell them and say, hey, hey, guys, let's go loot. They tell them, sorry, I'm busy. That's the concept we saw amen, in the book of Nehemiah. When Nehemiah was busy building the wall and they came, they said, hey, in the Sambalat and Tobiah are coming for you. They're coming to kill you. He said, no, 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 no. I'm not coming down. I'm doing a great work. <laughs> I'm not coming down. 
We're doing a great work when we understand that warfare, amen, is putting people to work. Is 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 occupying people, amen, and giving them the space, amen, to to be able to think, to be able to reason, to be able to be productive first in their state of thinking. The other said, warfare, amen, is the ability to help people to be able to think well, to think right. If, if, if people live in a state that all they're thinking about is just to survive, that country, that, you know, state, society, is on a ticking time bomb. You see what I said? When you engage the things of the spirit, you are engaging the highest level of intelligence. There's nothing any economist will say out there, will, will give us analysis of what is going on, that the spirit of the Lord earlier is, is, not, is not giving us wisdom to track. The difference between us and them is that we have a better spiritual sight. But unfortunately, we don't even believe in ourselves to be able to come together and begin to see how we can build earlier. How we can engineer, I guess that's the right word, how we can engineer, amen, you know, a, 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 an environment that allow us, amen, to, to take what God has given to us or shown us prophetically into, amen, a, a, you know, tools that can transform, that can reform, that can advance. I love this scripture. Let me read it again. It says, they will beat their sword. Of course, I'm paraphrasing it. They will beat, they, they themselves, not, some, not somebody come from God knows where. The people will beat their sword. Their sword, yeah, amen, means so, so many things. Whatever you use to hurt your brother, whatever you use to destroy your brother, whatever you use, amen, to castigate, amen, to, 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 to cast down, amen, to destroy others, to destroy community city. Bible says in that, the people will take that same very, hallelujah, you know, tools, and they will turn it into what? Into plowshare. Plowshare, of course, speaks into what? Productivity. Let me finish that scripture. Luke chapter 14. And this is where I'm going to round up. Because I want you to see this. That when you talk about warfare, particularly the dynamics, in the dynamics of the nature of the environment that we have been brought into, you have to be strategic. You cannot be engaging warfare the way you used to understand. You know, let us pray. We, we come against all the devil, all the demon. We bind and we lose. You don't even understand what it means. What we're supposed to be losing, we are binding. And what we're supposed to be binding, amen, we are losing. We lose the things of God. We don't bind. Hallelujah. Or rather, we lose, amen, the powers of darkness. We bind, hallelujah, people to the things of God. We bind our minds to the things of God. Binding, amen, is it's a good thing. You, you bring people together, yeah, you know. What God joins together, that's binding. You know? Let no man, you see. But with religion, made us to, <laughs> that's what you call reverse engineering. <laughs> you, we, we need to understand, amen, how God will have us, amen, engage in this new day. You see, when change occurs, is because a greater force, amen, has made demand, amen, 
on event, on people, on situation. Amen. And when that greater force, amen, is powerful enough to maintain its position of, of force, it, it demands, it, it enforces a change, hallelujah, on, this, on the state. Change always comes by a greater force. Nobody changes, amen, by a lesser force. Nobody, you know, I was thinking about this this morning. I was just looking at these two apps. Uh, uh, um, WhatsApp and uh, the new one, Telegram. And it occurred to me that for a few, you know, few weeks now, I've not been engaging in Telegram. When Telegram came, or I, I mean, I was one of the first people that jumped into it because I love you know, the alternative they brought. All right? If, if, if Facebook think, okay, they can monitor us and they can you know, do all kinds of things, and we're not going to bow to that. So Telegram came, and Telegram came with powerful you know, uh, uh, platforms and all of that. And a lot of people you know, flock into Telegram. So it just occurred to me, of, and of course, I, I've, I know that they've brought even some better, you know, uh, uh, changes in terms of, you know, connectivity and, and uh, you know, video conferencing and all of that. I mean, I was looking at some of the things that, you know, they just introduced. Powerful that, I mean, it's going to even take, you know, uh, uh, WhatsApp and Facebook, you know. It's going to take them some time to match up with this quality. But guess what? I found myself not utilizing it, not using it. And I was just saying to myself, why? Why? Because, you know, <laughs> when, we, when we are used to the old wine, we, we say the old is better. Even though the new amen is better, the new amen has better features, has better quality, and you don't even need to pay much if, if there's a need to pay. <laughs> you understand? But the fact that your taste bud is used to, and this is something that we have to daily tell ourselves. If we have to change, we have to be in a state, hallelujah, of warfare. And what does that mean? You better understand the way I'm using the term warfare. Warfare does not necessarily mean that, you know, you're fighting the devil. Warfare means that you are fighting, amen, the things that want to keep you in the status. That, excuse me, that wants to keep you in a certain, you know, certain you know, status quo. That wants to keep you in a certain condition and position, amen. Such that you do not see the need to demand, amen, movement, amen, to demand development, amen, on yourself. Are you getting the point that I'm making? That itself is warfare. That when you find yourself, amen, under, you know, a routine, continual routine, you know that you've been captured. You've been captured. Because it's the devil that wants to keep us, amen, in a state, in a routine, hallelujah, in, in, the, in that order of just rounding the same old mountain, amen. You're not moving forward, but you're burning energy, amen. You, you, you claim you're doing something, but there is no progress, all right? So if, there's, if, if, if warfare is about advancing and progressing, then we, we need to be able to identify, amen, where we are going, what we are progressing into. Because you've got to be able to, you know, qualify, amen, your, your advancement in terms of spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is not just fighting the devil, amen. Yes, the devil is there to resist you. That's why it's warfare. There's, you know, if, 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 it's, if it's not warfare, then there's, then there's no resistance, amen. If there's a resistance, then it's warfare. So you want to move against the resistance, amen. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not resist it. So the, the fact that the church amen, exists tells us that there is warfare. 
But the nature of the warfare has to be understood in terms of what the Lord, amen, is building and establishing within the context of, amen, the city or the nation that we have been, we have been placed. So therefore, because I've wasted so much time explaining <clears throat> uh, uh, this thing, let me go to, <clears throat> excuse me, let me go to this scripture quickly. Let me go to uh, uh, um, verse 28 of Luke chapter uh, 14. Suppose one wants to build a tower. Watch this. You want to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost? Alright? You've got to estimate the cost. In other words, before you start building, do you have what it takes? Do you have the capacity? Do you have what it takes to finish it? You've got to be able to settle that in your mind. You want to build a tower. The cost of building a tower is different from amen, building just a bungalow. Won't you first sit down? The sitting down is part amen, of the activity of warfare. Warfare begins with strategy. It begins with planning. No nation goes into a war without sitting down, without planning, amen, without looking at their reserve, without looking, amen, at their state, amen, of economy. Because the moment you go into warfare, every area of your life is impacted. Every area of your life is impacted. Wants to go into building of a tower that won't first sit down to estimate the cost if you have enough to finish it, to complete it. But that's not the point. That's not the place I'm going. It says, for if you lay the foundation and you're unable, amen, to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you. Even though we're not doing things for people to see to ridicule us, but guess what? The powers of darkness will see it and they will also ridicule us. Saying this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Now this is where I'm going because we're dealing with warfare. Remember that warfare also deals with construction. Because construction speaks into progress, development. Like I said, the current warfare that we ought to be engaging in, the reason for the advancement of the kingdom of God earlier is to be able to build and restore the nations so that they can see and enjoy the redemptive power of God. Yes. By this shall men know that you are my disciple. There are things that we need to do. There are realms, places we need to enter and bring in the deliverance of God there and bring in, amen, the healing hand of God and bring in, amen, the glory of God there. When people see this thing, they will, Bible says they will fall on their knees and will give praise and glory to God. Suppose a king is about to go, amen, to war against another king against another king not this supposing a king is going to war against another king not just another person this is a king going to fight another king you must have something <laughs> you must know something you must be sure that you are more resource you must be sure earlier that listen fighting a king is different from fighting any other person in the land 
if you as you know a, a nation is going to fight against America because that's what it means. If a, if a small state, a small country, so well, we're going to fight a place like America or a place like China or even Russia, you better be sure that you have, amen, 10 times better than what they have. And that does not necessarily mean the same quality of arsenal. Yes, you need to do that. But you've got to also understand that you have something, amen, that those countries don't have. You have an advantage. You know something that they don't know. There is, there is, there is a secret. There is something you know that when you use that one thing, it is, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> they go gone. Finish. So you, you cannot just equate power to power. There has to be a higher level of knowledge, wisdom, grace, resource, understanding, amen, competency that you have. Today it's easy to, you know, to collapse a nation. It's easy to bring that. I mean, just look at what happened. Look, just look at how they almost toppled, amen, uh, Syria Maposa. Just look at how, I mean, some people are denying that it's not an insurrection. It was an insurrection. You think if those people, amen, at further push, if, if you, if, I mean, if that thing, amen, that fire had caught, let's say, caught up in places like, you know, Western Cape, you know, Western Cape, and some few other, I mean, this is just two, basically two, two provinces, you know, uh, uh, Durban, uh, uh, um, KwaZulu, and, 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 and County. I mean, imagine if you, you, you capture about Seven, you know, let, let's even say five provinces simultaneously. All those things that will force uh, any any president either to declare a state of emergency or he's forced to resign. And these two places that they target, I mean, were strategic. If you're following, you know, the concept of warfare, you will understand that what happened in South Africa is a warfare against the state. It was a well ANC is fighting is 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 at war with itself. Yes, but ANC is in is in power. <laughs> Again in the point. Or suppose a king is about to go into war with against another king. Wouldn't he first sit down and consider whether whether that's a that's a word whether he is able with listen to this with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000. Ten thousand can overcome 20,000. If those 10,000 are there, know something that amen, the people with 20,000 don't know. Amen. If the one with 10,000, if the king with 10,000 are there, have amen, an advantage of position, an advantage of resource, an advantage of skill and discipline, an advantage, amen, of, of help, maybe even from other country, other, you know, neighboring country. They can fight and win the one with 20,000. So it's not just about the number. The number is very important because back in the days is how many people you have. But today, it's not just about how many people. Amen. Is the quality of what you have. Is how deadly the weapon is. We know today that the weapon are no longer physical. The weapons amen, have become cyber. The weapons amen, have become cyber. And when we're talking about weapon in this dimension, 
our condition of spirituality, our, our proximity to God. Remember that there are certain people that when, when, they, when, they, when they request things from heaven, heaven don't think twice. Bible says why Elijah was still praying, heaven respond. <laughs> Come on friends. Heaven responded. When Elisha received that quality of a life that fell upon him as a mantle from the life of his master Elijah. He got to River Jordan. All he did was to raise the mantle and call on the God, amen, of Elijah. And Jordan parted into two. Friends, God is calling us to upgrade, to redirect, to realign ourselves, to rebuild, to change our wine skin as we press into this season of a change in the earth. Let's be the change. Let's be the agent of change as we take our place and begin to rule and govern. Hallelujah. The spiritual sphere of our space, of our home, of our family. Lord, we thank you once again for the declarations and the proclamation of your heart, of your mind this morning. I thank you, Father, for the depth of truth that we have brought forth. Thank you, Lord, that yes, you are doing a thing in our day that is aligning and upgrading us to a point where we can indeed walk in that spiritual capacity and competence. I thank you, God. That as we undress ourselves from the mindset of Saul, we come into the position of the heart of David, that indeed we will go forth with skillful hand in changing and in transforming society. We are building, we will not come down. Victory is sure in your name. I thank you, Father. I honor you for everyone that has joined us. Thank you for the life of my brothers and my sisters, wherever they are. I've joined us from and those that will be listening and watching this broadcast, I pray that as they allow this truth to examine their life or maybe to even confirm and affirm the things that you're already speaking to them, that they will say, yes, it's time for me to upgrade. It's time for me to change because new position in the spirit, new height, new location of mountain demands that we, that we have certain quality of spiritual life. In order to take possession. I thank you once again. I bless you father. Oh hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you so very much once again everyone. Appreciate your joining me this morning. I believe that I've been able to stay your heart. It's quite sunny here. I can really see you know, far but believe God. Amen. That's We'll be able to broadcast when you know the weather is a bit you know better or rather the sun is not facing my face thank you thank you thank you so very much everyone please take time once again to you know listen to this message later on or i'm sure you've not you know fully uh, uh, grab everything that the spirit of god will have you learn from the things that we have said so you have the opportunity to listen to it again and why don't you share amen this message with somebody share the link amen if you're watching and you've not subscribed to our youtube channel please do all right 
we are uh, at 50 member subscription now. We hope somebody else will subscribe so we can begin to, you know, move towards 100. We still have a long way to go, but we get there. Amen. The Lord is helping us. Thank you. Uh, and uh, if the Lord, you know, uh, 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 stay your heart to be a blessing to us, please do. Amen. Reach out to us. Reach out to me. Say, I want to be a blessing. Amen. So please do. God bless you. We appreciate what God is doing in your life. Amen. May your day continue to grow in the wisdom of God, in the knowledge of God, and in the counsels of God. Hopefully, if I'm able to, maybe this evening, I may do another session. If I cannot, then of course tomorrow. But I hope I'll be able to come back uh, later uh, uh, in the evening and do another uh, continuity of uh, the part four of this beautiful uh, teaching. Beautiful concept that we have looked into this morning. God bless you. Thank you so very much, everyone. Have yourself a wonderful morning. Bye-bye.